hello there. You're listening to another episode of I Love This, You Should Too. We're a member of the Alberta Podcast Network, locally grown and community supported. I'm Samantha Hees, and with me is the overly warm and attractively bearded Indy Randella. I think those are uh, a pairing. Anything I need to shave off my beard because it is very hot. I was kind of wondering. <laughs> we're in the middle of Edmonton's maybe greatest heat wave. Yes. Because we're recording this a little early and um, yeah, it's not going well. We're not built for this. No, it is currently 37 degrees. You can't ask us to be fine with 37 below mm-hmm. and 37 above. That's too much. You should do one per year. Yeah. I think that should be a rule. Like, yeah. hey, um, I don't know. Who do we talk to about this? God. God? Hey, God, get it together. Quit it. Pick a lane, man. <laughs> Quit Jeez. it. Jeez. Don't make me show you how bad it'll be for you. Are <laughs> <laughs> you threatening God? Yeah. I think that's, um, is that a heresy? Is that what you're doing? Probably. It's at least blasphemy. Yeah. I'm okay with it. All right, then. You heard it here, Samantha Hees. Okay with blasphemy. <laughs> I like when you really generalize what I do. <laughs> but I'm okay with it as well, so we're fine. Great. So, Indy, we might have some new listeners. Do you want to tell them how our podcast works? Absolutely, I do. So today we're going to have two spoiler-free things of the week, just things that we're into lately, not any deep dive. But then at the end of the podcast, Samantha is going to let us know what we will be watching for next week when we will be getting really into one movie and we'll give you the week to watch it, collect your thoughts, meet us back here next week, and we'll really break down whatever movie that is. So all I know is it's something that I haven't seen, so I'm excited to find out what it is. Yes. Do I get a hint? Um, tiaras. That is 66% of your movies. Exactly. (laughs) (laughs) I'm trying to keep it a secret. Well, before we get into things, let's thank our first sponsor of the week, and that is Pod Power. So Pod Power is a pretty cool thing because it's our sponsors over at the Edmonton Community Foundation, and they are providing a little publicity to some other podcasts. And one of those podcasts, you know which one I'm going to pick to talk about. (laughs) I have a feeling. Is Overdue Finds, the Edmonton Public Library podcast. So this is hosted by Bryce Crittenden and Caroline Land, and they talk about books, movies, pop culture, things around Edmonton. Sometimes there are specific episodes on like they did a whole thing on Schitt's Creek. Sometimes mm-hmm. they just talk about scary movies. So it can be very specific or it can be quite broad. Of course, I'm going to have to uh, recommend episode 42, Oh the Horror, because it features me. My favorite librarian. <laughs> <laughs> so it's a it's a fun podcast. It's very casual and Even if you don't keep up with it every episode, they're going to cover something that you're going to want to hear about. And it's always just nice to find out about all the great programs that our local public library has. Actually, by the time of this airing, maybe I'll be conducting one of those great programs that the public library has. So if you want to find out more about Overdue Fines, and that's F-I-N-D-S, 
Because they're finding things, mm-hmm. and it's a plan over to finds. I get it. There you go. I don't get it. Yeah, me not. <laughs> <laughs> um, but you can find out more about them at epl.ca slash podcast, or you could subscribe on whatever you're using to listen to this. Perfect. So let's get into it first with your thing of the week. What are you listening to, watching, reading? One of those things, probably. <laughs> Uh, well, you got it with listening to. Okay. Um, so my thing of the week is something that I probably should have done like years ago because I absolutely loved this podcast um, right from the, when I started listening to it. And it is the hit erotic comedy podcast, My Dad Wrote a Porno. Oh, I know a little bit about this. I think probably more than a couple of years ago, you got me to listen to a little bit on our one of our road trips. Yes. And you're a big fan. So what's the, the premise of this Um, So My Dad Wrote a Porno is a British podcast hosted by Jamie Morton, James Cooper, and Alice Levine, and each episode features a new chapter of an amateur erotic novel titled Belinda Blinked, which is written by Jamie Morton's father, who goes by the pen name Rocky Flintstone. Actually? Actually. Wow, that's... Wow. Yeah, so Jamie Morton's father brought him his first erotic novel which is Belinda Blinked One which is the first season of the show and Jamie brought it to his two friends uh, James and Alice and they laughed until they cried over it at a pub over the Christmas holidays and then they said we need to make this a podcast. So is it just them reading this novel and then making fun of it? Uh, Yes so Jamie reads it um, and Alice and James react to it in real time, basically. They haven't read any of it. They don't know what's happening. They don't have the book in front of them. And uh, it's hilarious because some of the stuff is so outlandish that it's just ridiculous because you're having the same reaction that usually Alice and James are. So I'm taking it that it's not the most well-written book. No, it is not the most well-written book. It does leave you to worry about Rocky Flintstone's um, knowledge of the female anatomy. And sometimes the male anatomy, which is questionable. (laughs) Um, And uh, the podcast is about six seasons in, so it's never a dull moment. And it's always really fast-paced, sometimes too fast-paced because you lose characters or characters get renamed or characters just disappear completely or all of a sudden there's a new character in the scene that wasn't introduced and that's because of the writing not because of the the podcast no because of the writing (laughs) yes Um, and they're published they're published like properly published or self-published they're self-published on amazon so you can buy them on amazon um and i bet they're doing well now just because of this they are they've actually gone up in price i checked um because i remember thinking like should i buy it but i didn't want to be tempted to read ahead because part of the charm of the podcast is that you have no idea what's gonna happen the next week um so i think this is a great podcast if you enjoy kind of a a story that goes week to week, but also doesn't get too bogged down in the details. I think I'd be tempted to listen to it because I like making fun of things. Yes. (laughs) Um, They definitely do a great job. Um, I just have to tell you the title of the first book, Mm -hmm. which will give you an idea of how the books are written. So it's Belinda Blinked, one, 
a modern story of sex, erotica, and passion. How the sexiest sales girl in business earns her huge bonus by being the best at removing her high heels. Oh my god. There's like... So, <laughs> I, I understand immediately how this can be a podcast that goes for this long. Yeah. Because in that title, I could talk about how bad of a title that is for a good half hour. Um, Yes. And the Be the best at business. We could just talk about the punctuation in the book and have a whole podcast about it. It's hilarious. Um, do you want to know a little bit about the main character of the novel? Oh, please. Tell me about Belinda, Belinda who Belinda. blinked. <laughs> so the novel tells the story of the sexual exploits of Belinda Blumenthal and her work in the sales and marketing department of the fictional company Steals Pots and Pans. And they make pots and pans? Yes. So she's not selling anything sexy. It's literally the pots and pans business. Um, she travels around the world where she meets various sales reps, suppliers, and business associates. And many characters regularly appear throughout the series, although some are only introduced and never heard from again or change names halfway through, like I said. Oh, my God. <laughs> um, the reader of the story jamie morton who is the son of rocky like i said uh he has started doing accents and voices for all the characters too so it's almost turning into like an audiobook nice which is hilarious because some of these voices are just absolutely ridiculous and they have a footnotes episode on thursdays uh which is kind of a shorter episode where they kind of discuss themes in the books and it's hosted guests like Lin-Manuel Miranda, Daisy Ridley from Star Wars, Josh Groban, Michael Sheen, and Dame Emma Thompson. Ooh, big time. <laughs> yeah. So uh, if you're looking for a way to kind of dip your toe in, there is an HBO special that they did. Oh, wow. In uh, 2019, I believe. Um, I made the mistake of watching it on my phone on my break at work. Don't do that. It's ridiculous. <laughs> and you will make faces that you will then have to explain to your coworkers. <laughs> mm. Tell them to mind their damn business. Exactly. Um, so if you like laughing out loud in public places and making ridiculous faces on the train when you hear something especially gross, this is the podcast for you. That's exciting. So they've been going for six seasons. Do yes. they still have more material ahead of them? I believe Rocky is still writing. Nice. Yeah. Um, it's turned, it's completely different from how it started. So it's definitely not the same formula every book. And so you kind of get new places and, uh, new ridiculous antics. And more erotic pot selling, but not even the fun kind of pot. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. So I assume people can just find this wherever they're listening to us? Wherever they're listening to podcasts. Yeah, this is like... Such a big podcast that it's available everywhere. So, Indy, what are you super, super into? What's your thing of the week? Well, I think you know it because you watched it with me. My thing of the week is the documentary <laughs> Penguin Town. Oh, I love Penguin Town. So, uh, if my coworkers are listening, they like perpetuate this idea that I'm obsessed with penguins. I just like penguins. I think penguins are great. He's obsessed with penguins. <laughs> <laughs> No more than, like, cats. I guess. Or hockey. This will be a bit of a divergence for me because it, for the first time in a while, this is something not from the 50s or earlier. This is 
brand new to us. It only came out last month. And it's not something that is obscure that you have to get Turner Classic Movies for because it's <laughs> available on Netflix. So it's a television program about African penguins, which are in my top three favorite penguins. Because one of our good pals, Sweet Pea, is an African yes, penguin. Yes, the penguin that we met at the mall. We have we have penguin friends. Just as a guy. You know, but Sweet we're not Pea, obsessed. Waddles, all the good ones. All the good ones. The penguin from Batman. Uh, I'm not as big Danny a fan DeVito. of him. Danny <laughs> uh, So it's set in Simonstown, South Africa. And the unique thing about this town is that for, I think, around four to six months of the year, it is kind of overrun with penguins. So these African penguins come there, and that is where they have their uh, mating season. And this documentary and why i said documentary with a question mark is because it's uh, different than any other style of documentary that i've watched i think there used to be a a show on a channel that i can't remember called meerkat manor and it was of the same style so how this penguin documentary works is uh the narrator who is Patton oswald which is an odd thing but he's also a producer of it uh, he narrates, but not in your typical Attenborough style. Right. Rather, he's telling a story, and this is kind of documentary blended with a reality show, mm-hmm. almost. Penguin reality show. Because uh, all of the penguins are very much anthropomorphized, and they're given names, they're given family names, uh, they're referred to as husband and wife, yeah. not mates, and they talk about it like you would be narrating a TV show about people. Mm -hmm. It just happens to be penguins. And I thought I wouldn't care for this, but it absolutely worked on me. (laughs) It 100% worked. And I became very invested in these penguins, more than most shows about humans, really. So some of the couples on the show are um, Mr. and Mrs. Bougainvillea, who are maybe my favorites on it. Uh, they're kind of described as being like romantics and soulmates because they've been together for about seven years. So they're like a tried and true couple. Mm-hmm. There's the car park gang. They're like the bullies of the show. They're the villain- villains. And when uh, little penguins come around, they like pick on them and yeah. they're always beaten up by their penguins. So they're the villains. There's the Culvert family, and they're like newlyweds because they're raising their first chicks at the time of this. And then there's some that they call like, one's the misfit because he was uh, bitten by a seal and he has to go into essentially a hospital. And then there's some that they make to be like aristocratic and they're like fancier than the rest. But I think where the show like really captivates someone like me is... The drama in it, because I don't want to give anything away, because no. I don't want to spoil the show about penguins, because there actually are spoilers yes, for it. Yes, it's absolutely possible to spoil this show for someone, and you want to feel the drama. Yeah, because, like, people, people, penguins go missing, and, like, I felt so worried yeah. for these penguins, and you just want everything to turn out all right. 
I never have that instinct in most movies and TV shows. I'm like, yeah, the bad guy can win, whatever. I'm fine with it. It's usually more interesting that way. Yeah. This is the first show that I just want everyone to be happy. And be okay. <laughs> I guess Schitt's Creek was like that as yes, well. Yes, true. So it's as endearing as Schitt's Creek to me. <laughs> <laughs> and there is parts where I was just like truly full of dread because there's uh, like threats to the penguins, yes. of course. And there's these seals, and I've never hated seals as much as I have while watching this. And I was even anti-cat at some points. And you yeah. know me, I'm pretty pretty pro-cat. You're, you're pro-penguin, pro-cat. I live a very pro-cat lifestyle. <laughs> but it's uh, really captivating. And I don't think all documentaries should go this way, and I pray that they don't, because you need proper scientific documentaries, and those are great in their own respect. But I was surprised how much I liked this uh, blend of documentary with like faux reality show <laughs> that they created for this. And it looks like they may be doing further seasons. Really? Um, I'm not c confirmed on that, but it seems that way. I, I don't know if it'll be the same penguins. I do want to know what happened to all those baby penguins because you watch yeah. penguins grow up throughout the entire season. Yeah. And I just want to know what happens to them. I want them to all find love. Yeah, Petal. I want to know what Petal's yeah. up to. <laughs> Petal and Twig. They had a single dad. It was so sad. Single dad. He was working so hard. <laughs> I know. He just wanted to provide for his babies. Little babies. Oh, my goodness. Well, I'm going to get all <laughs> caught up in this again. So I'll just say... um. Penguin Town is available on Netflix. It's a Netflix original, so it should be in every country that you can get Netflix. It is eight episodes. They're about 25-ish minutes apiece, so it's a nice, easy, casual viewing. Um, well, it starts off casual, and then you get really into it, and you can't do other things at the same time. True. Very true. So Penguin Town is my thing of the week. Awesome. This is going to be a very cute week for uh, Instagram posts. Oh, we can just post penguins all the time. It's going to be penguins, porn, and princesses. <laughs> oh, <laughs> the three Ps of Samantha. <laughs> so now we're going to take a moment and talk about Rumi. With warmer weather comes yard work and lots of it. Prune your trees and shrubs, clean your eaves troughs, replace those drafty windows you noticed over the winter, or you can call Rumi to take care of all of your outdoor spring home maintenance while you fire up the barbecue and relax. Visit rumi.ca, R-U-M-I dot C-A, or call 1-844-777-7864 and let Rumi's trusted local experts take care of your yard so all you have to do is enjoy it. Oh, that's nice because I don't want to do anything, especially on a day like today. <laughs> exactly. Get someone else to do it. Yeah. Like Rumi. Like Rumi. Well, I think that brings us to the most important part of this podcast. Samantha, it's your pick this week. I don't want to put any pressure on you, but lots of people are looking at you right now. Listening to you, at least. Figuratively looking, looking yeah. at you. Looking with their ears. Hoping. Praying. That you pick a good movie for us to watch and discuss next week. So with all of that, Samantha, what are we watching next? Well, now I'm scared, but we are going to be watching the Anne Hathaway film debut from 2001, The Princess Diaries. 2001? Wow. Yeah. I know of this movie. Yes. I have not seen it, but I feel like it's a movie that... 
like it was successful enough that I think people just know about it. Yes. And I think I'm in that camp. I did think it was much later than that. I didn't realize it's 2001. Yeah. It's been 20 years of Anne Hathaway. Lover. I'm actually a quite a big Anne Hathaway fan. Me too. I find her very Me charming. Me too. She's really good at pretty much everything she does. So she must be like a teenager in this one. Uh, yes. I'm not 100% sure how old she was in this movie, but uh, she's definitely much younger than the Anne Hathaway that we know now. She was younger in the past, you said? Yeah. Huh. That's how age works. It's Usually. Weird. Usually. Except for Benjamin Button. <laughs> True. But we're not going to get into that. Until the week after when we talk about Benjamin the mysterious Benjamin. case of Benjamin Button. So when did you first see this movie? In 2001? In 2001. Um, I, it's based on Meg Cabot's 2000, year 2000 adult, young adult novel of the same title. Did you read that? I did. I read all of them. It's a oh, series. Oh, it's a series. Okay. Um, so yeah, so I've read all of them. It's, um, they were good books at the time. I don't know. I haven't read them since, but <laughs> I definitely think uh, when I was this age, this movie was like one of the best things I'd ever seen. So you were what, like 15-ish right around there? Yeah, about 15, 14, 15. And you saw this in theaters and you loved it? I loved it. And you still love it. And I still love it. Because I did see that you had watched it this week. You were kind of double checking just in case. Yes. <laughs> yeah. We don't want another Bride Wars situation. No, we never want another one of those. So uh, I still think it's a fantastic movie. I think it's great for the age that it's aimed at, but also super fun for like older people to watch. Older people like us. Like us. Yes. The elderly. <laughs> Do you think I'm going to like it? I think you're going to find it charming and fun. I probably agree with you because from what I know, it's somebody who is just like a regular person and then she finds out she's a princess yes. and hijinks ensue. And hijinks ensue. So uh, right off the bat, I like that premise. That's happened in uh, many movies and it's usually pretty great. Mm -hmm. I think we had, have already done a movie like this, haven't we? Because I think I mentioned I like it better when it's the other way, when it's a, um, a rich, wealthy person pretending not to be, like a coming to America situation. Right. I can't remember what show that was, but I've definitely brought you something like this already. Yes. <laughs> Wait, have we done Princess Diaries before? No, we haven't. <laughs> but I think I'm going to like Anne Hathaway because mm -hmm. she is charming. Who else is in this? Uh, so Julie Andrews is in it. Oh, so Julie Andrews is going to be, wait, does Anne Hathaway have a British accent? No. Does Julie Andrews? Yes. So Julie Andrews is going to be like a more stodgy person who is on the royal side that Anne Hathaway has to learn from or impress, or maybe she's the queen. Yes. So you're pretty much right on all accounts. Uh, Julie Andrews plays Queen Clarice, who is the grandmother of Amelia, who is played by Anne Hathaway. Okay. And I'm guessing it was maybe the queen's son, and then that guy's no longer in the picture. Maybe he's died or something like that. And uh, Anne Hathaway's going to have to go over there, but she's like a really... I, I've seen pictures, at least. So yes. I know that they make her hair, like, frizzy. Yeah, I don't and know how they did that to her hair. That's the, the easiest way in these types of movies. You make them have bad hair and glasses, and then they take it off. And you're like, wow, you're beautiful. Yeah. 
But then I don't know what the central conflict's going to be. It's either going to be something about how people from her past life are like, you're forgetting about us and you've changed, man. Or it's going to be that she thinks the queen character has done something that's like too far and then she's against her. But then it's a misunderstanding and then she's going to go through with her princess lessons. And I think that's going to be the most fun part probably because it's going to be like the fish out of water stuff and she's probably going to be real clumsy and like fall down and knock things over a lot i'm not going to answer any of your questions because i want it to still be some of a surprise okay well then i'll just say what i think actually i think that pretty much covers it there does have to be someone in the royal world that is kind to her though there's going to be someone who is maybe like the sister of the queen or like the chef that works there who's like oh i know how these things work i've grown up here my whole life i'm gonna give you the inside scoop and like kind of be a motherly figure or fatherly figure Mm, i'm gonna say motherly though (laughs) and uh guide young anne hathaway on that way but then she's also going to have to win over the queen and the queen is eventually going to be like you know what kid you're all right (laughs) and then she's a queen And I'm not sure what kind of links she's going to have to the past world. Either it's her mom who is like a single mom and saying like, oh, we got you out of that world for a reason. Or it's going to be like a best friend of like, hey, remember your roots. One of those two. I'm not sure which. I think both would make for a good movie. I think you just described a really good movie. Yeah. I I, I was going to be like, I should write movies, but I kind of do. Nobody likes them. (laughs) I like them. You haven't even seen them. This movie also stars a young Mandy Moore. What? A Mandy Moore at the height of her pop career. Whoa. Yeah. Maybe she's the best friend? Or she usually plays like the bad ones, though. Hmm. I'm curious. I'll, I don't know. We'll see. We'll see. <laughs> so this movie is 115 minutes long. It's quick. It's fun. I don't know if that's quick. That's still a two hours. I guess. But I mean, it's just like it feels quick when you're watching sure. it. It doesn't lag in the middle. And this movie is also rated G. Good. I don't think we've had a G in a while. Well, not since I do a lot of some cartoons every now and then. I guess, yes. Um, I read a review on um, this, like, Christian moms for appropriate TV watching. So remember how I said yeah. if you try to find a review on a movie, the first two pages are all, like, Christian reviews. Yes. Isn't that crazy? Um, how is this Christian review system taking over the internet i don't know because it was like right after rotten tomatoes and imdb that's crazy. and then it's like this review mom's review thing yeah and it's funny because they have a, a thing where it's like kids review the movie and the parents review the movie and the kids are like this is okay i see this in the world all the time and the moms are like how dare they show kissing oh that's what they had a problem yeah. with. oh so there's kissing i forgot to say that there's going to be a love story that i'll feel is unnecessary but they have to put it in there and I'm not sure if the love story is going to be someone from the royal world who at first she doesn't like and then she realizes they have like a good heart underneath. I think because most of the movie takes place there, the love story might be somebody from her like regular old school world and that's going to be like a link to her past. I'm not sure. It could go either way. I think both are good choices. Maybe all of this is wrong and I'm going to sound real (laughs) dumb. I'm not confirming or denying. That's good. That's fair. I, don't, I want you to be able to watch it and, like, learn the story for the first time. Yeah, definitely. Um, there is a second Princess Diaries as well. 
I think I knew that. So yeah, that's uh, what we're going to be watching next week. Do you want to watch a trailer? There she is right there. That's me at Thermopolis. Glamour. Romance. Fame. Mia Thermopolis had it all, but only in her dreams. As always, this is as good as it's gonna get. Her real life was completely ordinary. You're way tense. But now, something's about to happen. Your grandmother called. This is the first time she's ever contacted us, what you want. That will change everything. I am queen of Genovia. Whoa, whoa. And you are princess. Shut up! Just in case, I'm not enough of a freak already. <laughs> What's that, a tiara? I can teach you to walk, talk, sit, stand like a princess. Woo! Let the work begin. We don't schlump like this. It's a question of taste. <sighs> Princesses never cross their legs in public. Tuck one ankle behind the other. A matter of grace. Oh, oh! What kind of dancing do you do? Where is the beautiful girl? My granddaughter, Amelia. <gasps> and a chance... Attack! ...to make all her dreams come true. Mm. Only Paula can take this and give you... ...much better. Walt Disney Pictures presents... Hathaway and Academy Award winner Julie Andrews. Do you think she can do it? I have no doubt. <laughs> the Princess Diaries. I would like to propose a toast. So what do you think? I think it hits those beats, and it looks fun. It does look fun. There were a few other actors in there that I recognize from other films as well. And it said, like, directed by the director from, uh, like, Pretty Woman and stuff. So I think it's a Gary Marshall movie. It is a Gary Marshall movie. And he is maybe not, like, this auteur or anything, but a, a very capable and... Uh, competent director so that's <laughs> that's good like that bodes well okay. that sounds like an insult but it it's does like, i was gonna say that doesn't sound good <laughs> he's no he's not like a wong kar wai i'm not saying okay. like he doesn't have a style but he's, he's a good director yeah remember how we were saying that every movie has a coppola in it yes who's who's in this uh one? so the guy robert schwartzman robert coppola schwartzman yeah uh who plays michael moskowitz is the coppola in this movie there you go yeah but it looks fun, very slapsticky. But mm-hmm. I, I'm fine with that if that's what they're going for, and then they carry it out throughout. I don't know. It looks fun. I'm excited to watch it. Okay, I'm excited to watch it with you, and I'm excited to hear what you think because this is definitely one of my favorite movies from like young adulthood. Oh, where can we watch this movie? So you can find this on Disney Plus and apparently also on YouTube. Yeah, we were looking it up and I think it's like a cropped weird version that they're using to get around copyright or something. But we did see the full movie sitting there on YouTube. Yeah. Also, your local library. There you go. Full circle. (laughs) We we love the library in this house. So uh, we will see you next Monday when we discuss 2001's The Princess Diaries. And remember, correlation does not equal causation. Goodbye.